0: Welcome to the Mom Tuition Podcast, where we help ambitious moms tap into their intuition, find their purpose, and live their best life. I'm your host, Katie. Join me each week as we dive into career, business, self-development, and personal growth. Get inspired by successful moms and experts who have been in your shoes. This is your weekly dose of motivation and practical tips to unlock your true potential. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? I'm so excited for today's episode all about habits. I have always been intrigued by habits because they really make up our our life. What we do is what we create. And so, and so much of what we do is habitual. So, I'm so excited to dive deep into this topic and talk about how habits are formed, how you can change your habits, and how to make them work for you versus against you. But before we dive in, I wanted to start with how I plan on interviewing guests. Um, I have always been super curious and intrigued by personality tests and any type of quiz, astrology, et cetera, and I just find them as fascinating tools that can help us feel validated maybe in what we feel in our gut, or discover a little bit more about how we tick and how we can use our strengths for, to make the most of our strengths and then also to work on our weaknesses. So I thought, you know, this is a podcast. This is, we're creating a relationship here and I want to connect with all of you. And I think it makes the most sense for me to answer these questions myself first before asking those who I interview to share a little bit more about who I am. So I thought I'd start with the Enneagram and... To be honest, I didn't know much about this until a few years ago when it was gifted to me as a as a Christmas gift. And I tried taking the test, and it really came out all over the place for me. But there were two that kind of stood out when I was reading the descriptions. And so for me, this test in particular, it was more about – reading what each number what their traits were what their what they were motivated by to discover who i which which number i am while also asking my family who they thought i was so i tend to be split pretty evenly between the three and the seven so enneagram three is the achiever uh, success-oriented, adaptable, excelling-driven, image-conscious, um, and what what I was reading and what really you know stands out to me is kind of this driven aspect of the achiever. I I have always been goal-oriented. I have set goals since before I can even remember. You know, whether it was how I wanted to do in a gymnastics meet, to a soccer tournament, to making uh, an elite team of some kind, to college, to career, et cetera, uh, training for marathons, Ironmans. So goals definitely are a big part of who I am in my life. And then there's the Enneagram 7, The Enthusiast, and this is the variety-seeking, busy, spontaneous, versatile, acquisitive, scattered. The biggest part of The Enthusiast is this idea of wanting to maintain their freedom and happiness, and that is really true. And I love being excited and busy, and I like to live life to the fullest. And so I'm really split between these these two. I would love to hear what you are on the Enneagram. So definitely reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email. I'd love to connect with you and hear where you are on the Enneagram. So next, Myers-Briggs. So I am a huge Myers-Briggs fan. When I took the Myers-Briggs test uh, probably about 15 years ago, it just really resonated with me. And But I have evolved. And, and so I took it recently. And I am an ENFP, which is the campaigner, if you take the 16personalities.com test, which is extroverted, intuitive feeling, and prospecting. The campaigner is a true free spirit, outgoing, open-hearted, and open-minded. The thing that stood out to me the most about the campaigner is that, A, they love to run deep. They love meaningful and emotional connections with other people. And if I ever get the chance to meet you in person, I am the type of person to just, I want to know what makes you tick. I want to talk about your dreams and your goals and your passions and what gives you life, what lights you up inside. And so I like to go deep pretty fast. But campaigners are also known for this wanting to do everything when it comes to career. And so there's this quote on the 16personalities.com website that says maybe I could fly helicopters and be an oceanographer who writes songs and cooks and so campaigners are known for having a wealth of ideas interests and hobbies to the extent that they may struggle to fit everything that they care about into their lives and this could not be more true I am constantly being flooded by ideas and ways to live my life and all of the things that I want to do And I have really worked hard at trying to hone in on different interests and areas. And I have learned that there are seasons for things. So I can't do everything at once. But again, I'd love to hear what you are on the Myers-Briggs. And I will put the tests that I have taken in the show notes so that you can take them yourself and maybe learn a little bit more about what your personality is. And then, last for today, I'm going to answer the human design. Where, what type of uh, human design do I have? And I'm just going to focus on energy type for today, which is the manifesting generator. That is who I am. And again, this rings so true. Various passions and are meant to do many varied things in one lifetime. And This is why I really like taking some of these personality tests, because you might start to notice some themes coming up for you. And when you can become aware of those themes, you can look through life through that lens and maybe it will give you an aha feeling. And maybe you're suddenly going to realize this is what I should be doing or this is what I want to do or maybe it just validates the life that you are creating. So with that, I hope that you feel a little bit more connected to me before we dive into today's episode. And again, I'd love to hear what your human design is and get to know you a little bit more. Okay, let's dive into habits because habits really are the ultimate daily occurrence That we do, and we have lots of them, tons of them. And when you become aware of them, you start recognizing this idea about compound interest. And I love thinking about habits this way because it gives you more of this bird's eye view, right? And for me, who used to be a personal trainer and be in the fitness realm, and then go into uh, getting into marathons and triathlons, I really started to look at this concept even more and it's, it's just so true. You know, if you work out regularly and you have a habit of working out, you are going to have a life where that reflects that you work out regularly. Or if you eat, and on the flip side of that, if you don't work out and you are sedentary, your life, your body, your mind is going to reflect a sedentary life because what we do, we become. It's, it is not (laughs) negotiable. So when we think about this, in the way of mindset, in the way of career, business, purpose, goals, and, and even being a mom. I think about this all the time. What kind of habits am I showing to my kid and soon-to-be kids? What What kind of habits am I creating for them? And, and we do dictate a lot of that for our kids. You know, if I ask my child every morning, do you want cheesy eggs or avocado toast? I'm creating the habit that those are the options that I am giving him. Or, But if I vary it, do you want oatmeal or cereal? Would you like yogurt or fruit or combine them? what what the options are that we give, they're gonna start to dictate our kids' habits. and and that's then our habits start to dictate our routines. And I'm gonna do a whole nother episode on routines because I think that routines can sometimes feel a little overwhelming um, but habits. So, I want to address the elephant in the room about habits that a lot of people think of when they're trying to create a new habit or they have a goal. And this concept of it takes 21 days to create a habit. And I will never forget reading the book, Making Habits, Breaking Habits by Jeremy Dean, who breaks this down. Where did this 21 days come from? I was so curious. And it came from a book by Dr. Motts. I'll put this in the show notes. In 1960, called Psycho-Cyber- Cybernetics. Psycho-Cybernetics. He noted amputees took on average 21 days to adjust to the loss of a limb. And he argued that people take 21 days to adjust to any major life change. And this is the beginning of where 21 days started to become the powerhouse number in self-help authors, journalists, articles, fitness industry, New Year's resolutions ever since. And so, This has been a big message that I've been wanting to share when I had the regimen and uh, to friends, family, and now on this podcast, which is why I wanted to kick off with habits. I want to debunk this 21 days because I think that when we get caught up on a number, then we think if I just do this for 21 days, I'm going to have the habit. And so what they found is through future research that on average, it actually takes 66 days to form a habit, but it's really dependent upon the difficulty of the habit, the difficulty level of the habit. So, okay, say you want to start drinking a glass of water every day and in the morning. Research has shown that waking up and drinking a glass of water on average, takes 20 days to form that habit. If you think you wake up, you fill up the water, you drink it, and you go on with your day. But when you start making things more difficult, maybe the, the habit that wants to be formed is doing 50 sit-ups after morning coffee. Well, this took closer to 84 days. Again, what's getting in your way? Well, you woke up you went to go make your coffee and now you've created something that could get in the way of doing your 50 sit-ups. Maybe you got distracted. Maybe you got hungry. Then you went to the bathroom. Maybe your kid came and said, hello, mommy, I need you. Whatever it is. And then also the 50 sit-ups is People usually attach some type of meaning to what they want to get out of those 50 sit-ups. So if the change isn't happening the way that they'd like, it's going to take longer to form the habit. And so when you think about, I'm going to go for a walk every day after lunch. I'm going to meal prep every Sunday. Well, what if on Sunday you're out of town? Or... You are sick or tired or just don't feel like or you didn't get to the grocery store when you said you would. There's all these variables that are coming into play to prevent you from creating that habit or maybe taking longer to create that habit. Now let's flip it because I think that we can then be like, well, what's the point of creating a habit or that's going to take forever? And it goes to this idea that a habit isn't about We don't want to put time constraints on a habit. If I do this, then this is going to happen. Because that's the diet mentality that, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to lose weight, but then what happens when you decide to stop the diet? So, what are, and that's for anything, meditation. I'm going to start meditating every day. Okay? Well, What's the motivator for you? Does that feel good to you? Do you want to include meditation in your life or is it just something that you see that everyone else is doing? When it comes to your habits with business, maybe you're seeing all of these tools to use but none of them are working for you because you're a pen and paper type person and you want to have... A calendar that you hold that you take around with you so having an app on your phone to put your daily schedule in isn't working for you and, and again this just triggered, triggered a future episode as well that I'll do which is all about productivity but ultimately our habits we have to make sure that we're aligned with the habits that we're trying to create but also detach from the result the ultimate result and the time, the timeline of it. Habits are about, does this make me feel good? Great, I'm going to do this. And to also let go of when the habit happens. So habits are like, do you brush your teeth every night before you go to sleep? But are you strict about when it happens? No, you just do it. You might do it after dinner. You might immediately. You might… Watch a TV show and then brush your teeth after dinner. Maybe one time you're like, I'm going to brush my teeth in the shower at night. Or you have dessert and brush your teeth. Or you are you have to run an errand and you come home and you brush your teeth. Whatever it is, but you brush your teeth. You've just created this idea that you brush your teeth every night before you go to bed. And so... It's, it's letting – there's all these ideas around habits. Like, okay, there's tips, tricks, tools for um, combining habits. So if I want to – just like the example of doing 50 sit-ups sit after morning coffee, there's this idea that you create um, – it's called habit building. And so after my morning coffee, I that's a habit. I have it. Every morning, I'm going to do the next habit. But what I want to teach, because I think what happens with these tools and tricks when it comes to habits, is that if it doesn't happen when we say it's going to happen, we throw it out the window. And we go, well, that's not going to work for me. But what if you just said, this is something that I'm gonna add to my day, or this is something that I'm gonna add to my week, but let go of when it happens or how it happens. And instead you focus on, this is something that makes me feel good. So, or it's creating goals of in a larger big picture. So let's say you wanna read a book. Now, I love the idea of reading every day, but maybe that's a lot. Maybe you don't know what your day is going to end up like. And if you attach it to I'm going to do this every morning and it doesn't happen, it, it can feel uh, deflating. So what if the goal is I'm going to read two chapters a week? And then it's not about I'm going to read a book a month. Because then also when that, if that happens or if it doesn't, you're attaching to this idea of whether that goal is going to work out or not, which is why I truly believe the key to success with habits is the focus on feeling good. And so when you create a new habit, you have to flush out all the noise and Guess what? When that new habit clicks for you, it's not going to feel like work. It's going to start happening naturally. And sometimes we just need the inspiration or an idea, but meal prepping on Sundays is really hard for a lot of people. So is it meal prepping on Friday for the weekend? And maybe now you have food. For the weekend or maybe it's meal prepping on a tuesday because you have nothing going on but also knowing do you like leftovers do you like pre-prepped food see i don't so when i tried to meal prep it didn't work for me because it wasn't making me feel good i i don't like leftovers if i'm completely honest i And I'm sure there's, you know, besides Thanksgiving, who doesn't like leftover Thanksgiving food? But I, and I'm more spontaneous. So I have to start working with what feels good. Okay, so let's talk about career, business, what does this mean? So we have a few takeaways here. Compound interest. What we do every day is what we will create. So take this podcast for example I made a goal that I would do 15 minutes related to this podcast every day that was it I didn't care when it happened so whether that is shooting an email to someone whether that is writing down a few notes about an idea I have it doesn't matter 15 minutes and I've been able to stick to it because the inspiration, the motivation is coming really naturally. I don't have to fight it. And what's happening is all of the to-dos to create this podcast are getting checked off. Not Na- just authentically, naturally. And I never had po- podcast on my to-dos before. And so again, what is something that you want to create in your life? Take a moment. Is there a new idea, a new goal, maybe it's you know looking for a new job or starting a business or maybe it's even you know that deeper feeling of who am i what do i want in this life and finding that purpose is it you know taking a personality test and spending uh you know one day a week Reading more about that personality. What careers are fit for them. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And just getting to know yourself. And then journaling or write. Journaling is a tough one for me because I feel like sometimes if I force journaling, the basics come out like seventh grade journaling. And so for me, it's just idea write it down if you want to talk it out if you want to record a voice memo in your phone whatever that looks like but maybe it's just committing to paying attention to your thoughts and writing things down when you're inspired versus keeping them in your head so how can you take this idea of compound interest and Use habit and letting go of this idea of 21 days of creating a habit or even the habit building. And just think about what in your life you want to create. And then what does every day look like? What can you do to work towards that goal every day that makes you feel good? Maybe you need space to be creative. And what that is for you is going for a walk and listening to music. And so you're going to commit to taking a break from work for 10 minutes and listening to music and walking around the building a couple times. Whatever that is, and in this moment, maybe pause the podcast if you're driving and record your ideas right now get your voice memo if you have an iPhone or or another app that you use and just start talking or maybe if you're at home get a notepad out and where you can sit at the kitchen table and you are drinking your morning coffee and start writing some ideas down and put it into action and today is the day to let go of this time constraint on habits and start focusing on what feels good that's gonna help you be the person that you wanna be. And I'm gonna leave you with that today. I hope you love this podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. If you found this helpful, please take a screenshot, share it on Instastory, share it on Instagram, share it on Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, be real. Whatever social media platform feels good to you um, and share it. And I hope that we can all support each other in whatever habits we are creating towards our next goal. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much for joining me.